Today's daf is Bavakama daf Samach Zayin, and we are 14 lines from the top of daf Samach Vav Omid Beis, Eisavei Abayilur of Yosef. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael, and the Sunim Batzar of Ashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos for Shalema, for Yoel Doiv, Ben Zisa Braina. So, the Gemara is continuing here in the beginning of Parak Meruba with the sugyas that are oimdim berumay shal oivam mamish, specifically the halacha of shinui koina and yirush koina. So the Gemara on Daf Samech Vavam and Aleph brought Rabbah's memra. Rabbah said shinui koina ksiva v'tanina. The fact that a ganiv or a gazlin is koina 100%, this that he stole, in the event that there is a shinoi that happens to the thing that he stole. Ksiva has a makar in the Torah, and Tonino it has a makar in Mishnayos. Ksiva it says veheshev es akzela asher gazal. The words asher gazal are extra, and it's coming to teach us im kein she gazal yachzer veimlav domin baalma boyeshlume that the only time the ganev or the gazlan has an obligation to return the thing that he stole is if it's asher gazal. It's kein she gazal. But to the extent that it's not kein she gazal, at that point he's koina the thing that he stole, and at this point his obligation is merely to make the person that he stole whole kein she but the point is, the thing itself that he stole is going to belong to him. Tonina, the first Mishnah in Agoizalaitzen. Additionally, there's a Makar in the parasha of Reishas Agais. But Rabbi continued, and Rabbi said, that's as it relates to Shinoi. That I know, Kesiva, that I know, Tonina. Stating that, as it relates to Yish, that's a little bit more ambiguous. In fact, Rabbi said that I know that Shinu is Kaina. However, Loyadina, and I'm not sure, Ida Iraisa, Ida Rabbana. Whether Yish is Kaina Mida Iraisa, or whether Yish is Kaina Mida Rabbana. What would Rabbi start him? So we explain. Do we say that just like if somebody finds an Aveda, where the owner of the Aveda was Miyayish, the Allah is the person that found it is allowed to keep it because Yish Kaina. So if Yish is Kaina by Aveda, Maybe it's Ksiva as it relates to Geneva and Gzela as well. A Ganev and a Gazlan, to the extent that the owner was Miyayish, would now be able to keep the item that he stole. Or maybe Dafka by Aveda, where a person that finds an Aveda, when he picked it up, it was Behetera Asoyliyadeh, and it's for that reason Yish is going to be Kaina. As opposed to a Ganev or a Gazlan, Kivan de Beisura Asoyliyadeh, maybe over there, Midai Raisa, you can't be Kaina. Now, Rabbi said, I know your kaina, probably then it's midrabanon, and the reason is, because if we would tell a person that you always have to return the chayfets that you stole, it would disincentivize a person from being mekayim as mitzvahs hashava. So, like Rashi says, therefore Chazal said that Yish is going to be kaina. So, Rabbi said, Shinu is koina, Yish is koina, but they're not on the same level. Shinu koina, Siva v'tanina, Fishor midai raisa, Veheshev es akzela asher gazal, the words asher gazal are extra to teach me that Shinu is koina, Yish koina, Fishor, but at the same time, I'm not sure whether it's Ksiva. I'm not sure if it's midai raisa, or whether it's only midai rabonin. If it's midai raisa, it's learned out from Elam it's learned out from the fact that you can be koina in Aveda with Yish. If it's midai rabonin, the rationale would be that although by Aveda you see Yish is koina, that's because Betera Soyliyade, as opposed to Gneva Vigzela, where it's the Isura Soyliyade, maybe over there it's going to be different. And then the Gemara brought Rav Yosef. 
Rabbi Yosef was the second sheet. Rabbi Yosef said, Shino is koino, without question. However, as it relates to Yish, Yish enoi koino, va'afilu midirabono. Yish is not koino, not midiraisa, also not midirabono. In other words, Rabbi Yosef obviously subscribed to the theory of be'isura soiliyade. Therefore, you can't learn Yish koino from Gneva v'gzela, and Rabbi Yosef also held that there's no takona sashodan that was put into place to say that Yish should be koina mid Rabbanon. And for that reason, Yish is not going to be koina at all. So just to make the summary, as it relates to Shinoi, Shinoi is koina mid Raisa, it's not debatable. As it relates to Yish, there's three possibilities. Could be Yish is koina mid Raisa, could be Yish is koina mid Rabbanon, and it could be that Yish is not Koina at all. Rabbashita is that Yish is Koina. He wasn't sure whether it's Koina Midei Raisa or whether it's Koina Midei Rabbanon. Rabbi Yosef Shita is that Yish is not Koina at all. So today's daf picks up in this machloikis regarding whether Yish is Koina or not, specifically with the Kasha that Abaya, the Talmud Muvik of Rav Yosef, asked his Rebbe. So again, Rav Yosef Shita is. That Yish is not koina. So the Gemara, Eistavei Abayi, the Rav Yosef. So Abayi asked Rav Yosef the following question from a Mishnah in the twenty-sixth parak of Meseches Kalim. So the context over there is Meseches Kalim, which isn't say the Tyra. So it's dealing with the laws of Tumah B'Tahira, specifically Kalim that are Mekabel Tum. The general rule is that once a Kali is Nigmar, meaning if someone is fashioning a Kali and it is considered to be complete, at that point it's now Roy Lekabal Tumah. So the context over there is different things. When exactly do we view them as being in a state where they can be Mekabal So the Mishnah says, Oy Rish If there's a Balabayas, this is a man on the street who had leather, he had skins, and he was tanning them. As soon as he has a Machshava, a thought that at this point, he thinks it's Nigmar Malachtoi, and he's going to use this R the way it is. At that point, we view this R as being complete, and now it's going to be Roy Lekabotom. Vishal Avdon, if, however, this person that was working the hides was not a balabais, but rather he was a professional tanner, he was a borsiki, then even if he has a machshava for art to be complete, a machshava metamasan, the machshava is not considered enough of a machshava to say that it's automatically going to be makabal And the reason is because this person is not using it for himself. He's a moicher, he's going to sell it. And how do you know what the person that's going to buy it is going to want to use it for? So it could be that person is going to feel that it needs a little bit more processing, it needs a little bit more work. So as relates to the Balabayis, as long as he has a machshava that he's done, mit hamasa. now it's really as it relates to the Avdon, not necessarily. The bright Mishnah continues and says, Shel Ganov, let's see, somebody steals. He's a Ganov. Someone's Oyrois, and he's working it, and he has a machshava that he's done. The halacha is, machshava metamasa. Shel Gazlin, let's see, somebody steals, but he's not the Ganov version, but rather he's the Gazlin. Ain machshava metamasa. The machshava is not going to be enough. Rav Shimon Oimer, Chiluf Advarim. Rav Shimon says it's just the opposite. Shel Gazlon, machshava metamasa. If the person's a Gazlon, the machshava is going to make a tumma. Shel Ganef, if however he's a Ganef, ain machshava metamasa, and the machshava is not going to be enough. And Rav Shimon explained the fish alone is The difference between a Gazlon who's machshava metamasa and a Ganef who's not machshava metamasa is because a Ganef is someone who steals when the owner is not looking, and in that situation, the bailin are not miyayish, 
And because the Bailam are not Miyayish, it's not his for him to be able to determine and decide whether or not it should be considered a fartigagli, so that now it's going to be Makabaltoma. Now, Rab Shimon held that a Gazlon's machshava is metamason, a Ganev's is not metamason. He explained himself. By the Ganev, as opposed to the Gazlon, machshava metamason, because we assume the Bailam was Miyayish. Rab Shimon was Chilof Advarim, he was going the opposite of what the Tanakhama said in the Mishnah. The Tanakhama said, Shal Ganev machshava metamason, Shal Gazlon e machshava metamason. As far as the same, it's because the Tanakhama holds that by a Ganav we assume that the Bailam were Miyayish, and by the Gazlin we assume that the Bailam were not Miyayish. So, as an aside, it's really not our main point here, there seems to be a Machloikis, Rib Shimon and the Chachamin, Svore Safuchos. Do we assume Yish by Ganav, Dafka, and not by Gazlin, or by Gazlin, Dafka, and not by Ganav? What would be the Svaris? So Rashi says that on the one hand, there's more of a Svaris to say that a person would be Miyayish by a Ganev. Why? Because he doesn't know who stole it from him. A Ganev, by definition, takes it discreetly. So being that the person doesn't know who the Ganev is, so how's he ever going to get it? So there's a Svaris to say that he was Miyayish. There's a Svaris Fakert as well. The Gazlin, who has the Chutzpah, to literally look you between the eyes and take something away from you, this person must be a very strong person. And if he's a strong person, you're going to let him keep it. You're not going to go after him. And it's tafkidir maybe to say as far as the miyash. But there's one thing you see in this Mishnah, and that is, How could you tell me that Yish is not kaino? It's a mafurish of Mishnah Mesechtis Kalim. That is an idea that if someone's a Ganav or a Gazlin, totally in the Machlekes Rav Shimon and the Chacham in the different Svaras. But the bottom line is, there is a concept that if somebody steals something, now his Machshavik to determine whether or not this thing is royal the Kabul Tumor. It's not royal the Kabul Tumor. Zoysoy Meris Yish's Koina. Amalei, so Yosef told Abaya, Hacha Bemaya, Skina, Kagon Shekitson. The case over here was that after the person stole it, he also worked on it a little bit. He cut it, meaning this was an unfinished hide. So he stole it and he worked on it. Granted, the Bailam was either Miyayish or not Miyayish, but the point is that being that he worked on it, so over here, in addition to the Yish, there's also a Shinoi Maisa, and it's for that reason, being that there's a Shinoi Maisa together with the Yish, it's therefore that the Ganab or the Gazlan's Machshava is going to have the ability. To be metamet. In other words, if all there was in this mission of Mesechtas Kalim was Yish, that in and of itself would not be enough, said Rabbi Yosef. The reason the Ganav and the Gazlan's Machshavah could be metamet is because in addition to the Yish, there was also a Shinui Maisa. And being that there was also a Shinui Maisa, I mean, he worked on it, he changed it already. So being that he changed it, the Shinui Maisa, Bitsirif, with the Yish, is going to work. There's a Chiddush here, which is going to repeat itself. And that is that even though Rabbi Yosef holds that Yish is not Koino, it's Yish. By itself, that's not kainah. But Rabbi Yosef holds the yish b'tziruf, something else, that will have the ability to be kainah. And being that this yish does have something else, what's the something else? It's the shinoi maisa. So the two together are going to work. Now what's the obvious question on the Gemara? If you have shinoi maisa, then why do you need yish? It's Toysmith's kasha. And Toysmith says you have to say that kegoin shekitzon, 
Although the Gemara refers to it as some Shinoi, but at the same time, it's not a proper Shinoi Maisa. So there are levels in Shinoi Maisa. Exhibit A is Shitas Reb Chanino, Tleven Asa Ayel, Egel and Asa Shar. That was the big topic of the harder part of yesterday's death. So there is an idea that something could be a Shinoi a little bit, but not a Fartig Shinoi. So Kagoyin Shekitzam, for it to be a Shinoi Maisa in and of itself, that's not going to be enough. But to be Mitzdarev together with the Yish, for that already it's going to be something. Rabbi Yosef holds that Yish by itself is not koina. The reason in the Mishnah Masech is Kalim, we're having a conversation about Yish by a Ganav or by a Gazan, clearly implying that Yish is koina. It's because Yish over there is not operating on its own. Over there it has a partner in crime. What is coming together with the Yish? The Shinoi Maisa. Albeit not a Shinoi Maisa to work enough on its own, but it's Yish, Bitsiruf, with this Shvach, Shinoi Maisa. And it's for that reason it's going to be okay. But Maska Flo Rabbi Barav Chanon, but Rabbi Barav Chanon asked the follow-up question of Rabbi Yosef. He said, the Mishnah So it's talking about oirois, different types of hides. Included in those hides is an itzva. Now, what is an itzva? So it seems to be something like a tray. Okay. Now, the itzva ain't sricha kitsua, and itzva doesn't require kitsua, it doesn't require any cutting, meaning if a ganav or a goslin is going to steal an itzva, even if he's going to cut it, that cutting is not really considered a cutting. How do I know that? The Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah, anytime you have a keli, where the keli does not require any more malacha, so the halach is now a machshava, for it to be a fartik keli, it puts it in a situation where it could be makabal tov. Yech chazar malach. If however it requires more malacha, a machshava metamasa. That even if you have a machshava that it should be makabal tumah, it's not going to be okay. Chutz mina itzva. With the exception, the exception of the itzva, where even if it requires malacha, meaning you have to cut it a little bit, you have to trim it, you have to make it perfect to your specification. But at the same time, if you have a machshava to Make it a fartigakeli, even though it's chaser, that kitsua, the halacha is, it's going to be makabotoma. And the reason Rashi says is because even though it's mechuser kitsua, but the whole purpose of the kitsua was enoy asui eloliyapla. It's just to make it nice. It's not for it to be functional, but it's for it to be nice. And being that all you need it for is to make it nice, so it's for that reason that kitsua is not ma'akif. So what's the kasha? The kasha is that the Mishnah that talks about the Oyre Shabal Abayas that mentions Shalganov, Shalgazl, Machlikas of Shemir Lechachamim was talking about all different types of Oyres. Included in those Oyres was the Itzva. If the only reason the halacha is that when the Ganav and the Gazlan has a machshava, the halacha is, it's metama, is because not only was there a Yish, but there was also a Shinoi Maisa, then that would work for all Oyrois with the exception of Itzvah. And the reason is because an Itzvah is not Mechusr Kitzua, the Haraya from the other Allah that the Gemara mentioned. And being that it's not Mechusr Kitzua, what emerges is, this is the way Taisus explains the Gemara, even if you make a Kitzua, it shouldn't have the Chashivas of a Maisa. The only time the Kitzua would have a Chashivas of a Maisa is if you need it. But if you don't need it, then Lechayra, it shouldn't have a Chashivas. If that's the case, then how are you going to explain the halacha of Ganav and Gazlan as it relates to an itzvah, Bishloimah, as it relates to all other oiras. So you'll tell me that even though the Mishnah mentioned Yish, it's not Yish by itself, it's Yish, but it's Yish, the problem is that itzvah is included in that halacha, and being that itzvah is included 
In that halacha, bal karchach, then it's yush by itself that's working. It's not yush together with any shinoi ma'isa because kitsua by an itzva is not a shinoi ma'isa. How do I know it's not a shinoi ma'isa? Because it's not needed. And avifal, it's not needed. It can't be chashiv enough for it to be considered a shinoi ma'isa. Now, one thing we just need to speak out. Rashi speaks it out. How do you know for sure that this mishnah in Kalim, oiroi shabal abayis, machshavim etamason, vishalabdom im machshavim etamason, shalgano, vishalgazlin, rabshimon, and mechilof advarn? How do you know for sure it's talking about an itzvah? So Rashi says, because the other Mishnah that the Gemara brought, Kol Mokim She'in Chesar Melachim Achshavim Etamasai, Yeish Chesar Melachim Achshavim Etamasai, Chutzman Itzvah, is the Mishnah that immediately precedes the Mishnah of the Ganav and the Gazan. So those are two Mishnayas, if you're learning Masech Kalim, that follow each other in succession. And therefore the Gemara assumed that if the first Mishnah is talking about an Itzvah, then the following Mishnah is probably also talking about an Itzvah. So again, what's the Kasha? The Kasha is that you have a Mephorish Mishnah that seems to say that Yish is kind of by Gnev of Exelo. This was the Kasha that Abaya asked on Rabbi Yosef. We knew Abaya was going to ask a Kasha of Rabbi Yosef. It had to be. He did. What was his Kasha? From this Mishnah Masech Tizkeilam. What was Rabbi Yosef's Teretz? Rabbi Yosef's Teretz was that that Yish is not working by itself. That Yish is working together with a Shinoi Maisa. What's the Shinoi Maisa? The Ganav and the Gazlan. He cut it up. The problem is the Mishnah is also talking about an Itzvah. How do I know it's talking about an Itzvah? Because the free the Mishnah was talking about an Itzvah. An Itzvah, the cutting is only the Yapos. And in Halacha, it doesn't have any Chshivas. It's in Halacha, it doesn't have any Chshivas that even if you do it, it shouldn't be considered a Shinoi Maisa. And still you see that Halacha is Yish works. Even though there is no Shinoi Maisa, it must be. It's the Yish by itself. So this was the Kasha that Rabbi Barav Hanon asked to Rabbi Yosef. So the Gemara says like this, On my Rav, Rav commented, he said, Haim Milsen Koshu Bar Rabba the Rabbi Yosef Esen Betar Kun Shnim. Rabbi had asked this Kasha to Rabbi Yosef for 22 years. And he had no ability to answer this question. Until Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Hashiva. And when he became the Rosh Hashiva, Upirka, he answered the question. And you know what his answer was? Shinoi Hashem Keshinoi Maiser Domi. In that case of the Itzvah, although you're right, cutting it is not Necessary, it's not integral, and therefore it's not considered a shinoi ma'isa. But at the same time, when you make the itzva and you fashion it, it gets a new name. And being that it gets a new name, that too is considered a shinoi, not shinoi ma'isa, it's considered shinoi Hashem. And being that right now you have a shinoi Hashem, the shinoi Hashem, betziruf, with the yish is going to work. So Rabbi Yosef holds yish itself doesn't work. Yish together with something works. What's the something else? What about the itzvah? Oh, the itzvah, you don't need the shinei ma'isa. Over here, you have the shinei Hashem. Now, how do you know that shinei Hashem is going to work? So Rabbi Yosef explained. He said, my time, hasam over there, mekare eitzim hashto kelim. Meaning, why is it that shinei ma'isa is a zach? Because not the same thing. Hagoizel eitzim, right? And now he went and he made kelim out of it. So, it was previously eitzim, now it's kelim, therefore shinei kaina. Why not? Used to be Eitzim, now it's Kalem. No, Shini Hashem Nami. It's the same exact thing. Previously it was called Mashcha. Specifically, this Itzvah was called Mashcha, like a piece of ur, a piece of leather. Rashi says a barzin is the Aramaic for Itzvah. The point is that Enochinami by Itzvah, you don't have Yish Betzir of Shini Maisa, but you do have Yish Betzir of Shini Hashem. Says the Gemara, is that so Pashat? That Shini Hashem is also a zach. The Hare Morish take a Shini Hashem as relates to a beam. We have a Shini Hashem. The Mikarik Ashur Bahashto Tolalo. Somebody steals a beam and he takes it and he affixes it to a house. So he stole the beam and he was building a house and he put it into his house. Now the name of the beam changed. It went from being a beam 
And now, if you put it in the roof, Rashi says, it's a tololo. Now it's a gag. Yet, if somebody steals a morish, and he built it as part of his biro, so the halacha is that when he comes to returning this gzela that was stolen, you don't have to return the marish. If you want to write the guy a check, it's something you're allowed to do. And the reason is, because if you're going to tell the person you have to knock the whole house down to take that beam to return it, no one's going to do it. So the Gemara says, Time it sounds like the only reason that you don't have to return the actual beam is because of the Takana Sashavim. Otherwise, you would have to return it. What's the kasha? The kasha is, if there's something called Shini Hashem, so why is the person not coin it Bishini Hashem? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, that's not a kasha, because marish shmoy olaf. Even after a person takes the marish and he puts it into his house, he makes it part of his roof, for example, it doesn't lose its name marish. How do I know that? I know from a brysa. The Tanya, we learned in a brysa. So the posik that this brysa is addressing is in Yechesko Perak Memalaf. Context over there is the third base amikdash. So we know the psukim of Bayeshlishi are mentioned in Sefi Yechesko. And the posik there describes the Tzaloi Sabayis and the Ubim. So this Braisa is teaching these words. Tzalis habayis elu hamaltetan. These are like moldings that were put around the windows. Ayn Rashi. The ha'ubim, this is what we need. Elu hamarishois. It's referring to hamarish. So you see that this is part of the Beis HaMikdash. And we're referring to the beams as being a beam. Ubim, which means hamarish. So said Rabbi Yosef that... Your whole premise is not true. You're asking me a kasha if there's something called Shini Hashem. Then, Marish HaGazel, Shabbat Bibiru, why do you have to come on to Atakanus HaShavim, Tepekle, you were kind of with Shini Hashem. Teres says there was no Shini Hashem because even after you put it in to the building, it's still considered a Marish. How do I know that? I know it from Bayish Lishi. Over there, you find the Ubim and the Ubim Ha'ilu HaMarishis. Rav Zeir said a different tarot. He said the reason Marish is not considered Shini Hashem is because although right now when it's in the building there is a Shinu, but Shini HaChazel it's because this shinoi, although right now is a shinoi, but it's chayzel Because what happens if you ever knock the house down? Now it's going to go back to being a beam. So the only time a shini Hashem is considered a shinoi is if it's always going to be that way. So if you take mashcha, the hides, and you convert it into the abarzin, the itzvah, so once you cross over that line, there's no going back. As opposed to a marish, a beam, you put it into a house, now it's just part of the roof. You take it out, now it becomes a beam again. And it's for that reason, it's not considered a shini. So you can't ask any kashas on the concept of shini Hashem from the marsh. The marsh is another kasha. The shini Hashem, shini you're telling me, I'll call upon him, that if the shini Hashem is not chayzal briyas, for sure it's considered a shini. What about a pipe? So if you have a slab of wood, and then you turn it into a pipe, you hollow it out, and now all of a sudden, water can flow through it. That is a shini Hashem, meaning a piece of wood is a kitzitzta, and once it's a pipe, it's called a tzinar, it's called a tzinar. Yet, v'tanyo, this is a mesechtis mikvah. And the background to this halach is, we know that in order for a mikvah to be kosher, it needs 40 saw of megashan. Mayim shuvim is possible for a mikvah. Now, once you have a kosher and mikvah, if you add mayim shuvim, so the mayim shuvim will be bottle to the megashan. If, however, you have a mikveh that doesn't have yet 40 saw of mikshavim, that lock is if you put three lugim of ma'im shuvim and knocks out the whole mikveh. So that's what's going on over here. You have a mikveh which doesn't have yet the requisite share of 40 saw of mikshavim. You now put it some ma'im shuvim. That lock is, it's going to be possible. 
Okay, so with that background, sinar, if somebody had a, a sinar, so someone had a piece of wood. From the piece of wood, he made a pipe. And then he took the pipe, he attached it to the ground, and now water flowed through this pipe into the mikvah. So the Allah is poisonous on mikvah. The mikvah is going to be possible. And the reason is because we look at that water as being mayim shu'ufen. Because the tzinar is a keili, a pipe is viewed as a keili, and being that it's viewed as a keili, so any water that flows through it is considered may shu'ufen. And therefore, if there's three lugum of it, it's going to possible the mikvah. Kavu ulubisnev kakaku, if what? The person did was first he took the piece of wood and he attached it to the ground. And after it was attached to the ground, then he went and he converted it into a tsinar, into a pipe. The halach is in a place of At that point, it's not going to pass all the mikvah. Why? Because being that when it was attached to the ground, it was already part of the ground. And at that point, it was just a piece of wood, it wasn't a keli. The fact that afterwards you made it into a keli is neither here nor there. So the Gemara asks a kashri, I'm the chini Hashem, you'll see. Now, if you're going to tell me the chini Hashem is a zach, then then even in that situation it should be possible why? because we should say that even though the it was a piece of wood that was attached to the ground but now it's not a piece of wood anymore and this is what? is a pipe and a pipe when water flows through it is and as a result it should pass the mikvah and the Gemara is toilet in Shini Hashem if Shini Hashem is so therefore I don't care that we now refer to it as a tzinar. Lamaisa, it started off as a piece of wood. That's how it was attached to the ground. So that in and of itself is going to be enough. But if you're going to tell me that Shini Hashem is Milsahi, so why don't we look at the Shini Hashem as saying that now it's something else? What is it? Now it's a pipe, and Allah is, it should pass it. Oh, so this must be a raya that Shini Hashem la Milsi. And this Shini is not Chayzal Abriyasa. You can't take this pipe and turn it into a piece of wood again. Once you made it into a pipe, there's no going backwards. So the Gemara's kasha is, why is this not a zach? The Gemara answers, shani she'iva the midrabonani. That really this, if we were dealing with a deiraisa, the galacha, this would have been a problem. We would say this is a pipe, and therefore you have real mayim shuvamir, it would pass the mikvah. The reason we don't say that is because all we're dealing with is anyways a dindarabonan. This halacha that gimel lugim mayim shuvim pasal a mikvah that's chaser is a dindarabonan. And being that all this is is a dindarabonan, so in that instance, when mekel and there we don't go basar shine Hashem. So really shine Hashem is milsi. But in this instance, we're going to say not. But says, Ihachi, if you tell me that this whole halacha is only a dindarabonan, so therefore we're just being mekel, like let's just be mekel if we could. So the Gemara says, Afilo the Nami, then why are we not mekel on the Reisha? Why is the halacha? That if it was a tsinar, meaning it was a pipe before you attached it to the ground, that loch is its fossil. Why do we make the same exact cheshman? We should say, this is only a dinder abundance, a dinder abundance, so who cares? Says, no, no one said, who cares? Hasam over there, ikatayras klialabatalash. Over there, before you attach it to the ground, it was a keli. So once it was a keli, now that you attach it to the ground, it's not going to lose its status as a keli. Over here, over here, when it was talish, it wasn't a keli. You attach it to the ground, then it certainly wasn't a keli. Now you made it into a keli after it was attached to the ground. And you want to say, we should view it as a keli. I hear, even though ordinarily shini Hashem is a zach, but at the same time, over here, we're not going to say that. The bottom line is this. The bottom line is, Rabbi Yosef Shita is, that Yish is not kainah. Rabbi said, Yish is for sure kainah. He's not sure that he raised the Rabbana based on the Svarah of the Eteir of Yisura Asaliyot. But for sure, Yish is going to be kainah. Rabbi Yosef said, Yish is not kainah. And Abayah came to Rabbi Yosef. He asked him from a Mephurisha Mishnah, an obscure Mishnah, a very obscure Mishnah, Perik Chavav Mesech Eskelem. But it's Mephurisha over there. Either a Ganav or a Gazlin. 
If he steals something and then he has a machshava that this should be a fartik akeli, the Allah is it's Why? Because we assume that the owner was miyayish, therefore it belongs to the god of the gazlan, and he's balabas now to decide whether or not the keli should be nigmar, whether or not it's going to be makabal tumma. But the point is, you see mafurish, you just kind of, and it was actually the words in a Mishnah. The fi shaloy nesiyashu abaylan. That's what determines Ganav Agazlan. So it's Mefurish Yishas Kaina. It's a very, very strong Kasha. Rabbi Yosef said, it's not a Kasha because Hachab and where in addition to the Yish, the Ganav and the Gazlan also did a Shinoi Maisa. Not enough of a Shinoi Maisa for it to be Kaina in and of itself, but at the same time, there was a Shinoi Maisa. There was a follow up question that was asked to Rabbi over and over again for 22 years. And that is, that it's Mavur. That Mishnah is also talking about this itzvah. And the itzvah, even if you would cut it, because of its metzias, you had to be there, is not considered a shinui ma'isa. And you see, there too, yish is going to work. So that yish doesn't have a shinui ma'isa to go along with it. And for that, Rabbi Yosef said, a grace of chiddush, and that is that just like there's a concept of shinui ma'isa, there's also a concept of shinui Hashem. And it's the shinui Hashem b'tzir for the yish that's going to work. Now you have to say that this Shini Hashem in and of itself is also not going to work. But it's the Shini Hashem, Bitsirif with the Yish, that's going to make it happen. The Gemara was mafalful a little bit. Is there really something called Shini Hashem? Gemara had two problems. Number one from the Marish, number two from Halacha and Meseches Mikvayis. Rabbi Yosef was able to fend off all the questions that were thrown in his direction. And what we are left with is that just like there's an idea of Shinei Maisa, there's also an idea of Shini Hashem. Rabbi Yosef has a sheet that Shinu, that Yish is not going to. However, Betziruf, something, even something a little shvach, then already Yish is going to work. So Yish together with a shvach Hashinei Maisa, or Yish together with a shvach Hashinei Hashem, those two things together are going to work. But the Gemara continues. Meisavei, noch akasha on Rabbi Yosef, haganav vehagazlin vehoanas. So we know what a ganav is, we know what a gazlin is. What's an anus? So Rashi says an anus is a chamsen, the yav of the end of Perak HaKoynes fame. So whether it's the ganav or the gazlin or the anus, if they steal tevel and then they make a chuma or maiser, or if they steal something and they're mak, the shit aloch is, it's going to be chal. Now the question is, why is it chal? How do they have a right to make it chal? It's not theirs. Now, Shinei Maisa? It doesn't sound like there was a Shinei Maisa. It sounds like they just stole fruit and were maktishet. So where was the thing that's going to make it suddenly theirs? Must be Yish. Oh, so you see Yish is kaina. The Mara says, Amri Hasam Ikos Shinei Hashem. Over there, there is a Shinoi Hashem. The Mikara Tivla, the Hashta Truma. Hektish, as it relates to Hektish, when the Ganav and the Gazlan makes it Truma, makes it Maisa, makes it Hektish, that in and of itself is a Shini Hashem. Right? It used to be called Tevel, now it's called Truma. It used to be called Chulin, now it's called Hektish. That's a Shini Hashem. And being that that in and of itself is a Shini Hashem, it's for that reason that it's going to work. So it's working over there, me din Shini Hashem. Now it could be Betsir if you have to know. But the point is not a Yish on its own. There is a Shini Hashem over there. And because the Shini Hashem, it's going to be different. What's the obvious kasha? It's a catch-22, right? It's only Chal the Hektish, and it's only Chal the Meiser, and it's only Chal the Truma if it's yours. It's only yours if there's a Shini Hashem, and there's only a Shini Hashem if it's yours. So this is like, Gita Viyadeh Ba'an Ke'echad, Ayin B'Rishayim. Either way, Zokhtig Amar Avayt. Amr Rav Chizda. Amr Rav Yoynes. Aminayim L'Shinu Yishehu Kaino. So we're going back and forth. 
Shinoi Yiyosh Shinoi. Again, this is Kol Ateru Kula Regalachas. So Rav Chista said in the name Rav Yehonasan. How do you know that Shinoi is Koyim? Shenemar says in the Torah, Veheshves Hagzelo Asher Gosel. Not Tamilam Asher Gosel. Why do they have to say Asher Gosel? Limkein Asher Gosel Yachsir. If it's like what you stole Yachsir, then there's a Chiyav Ashava Vimlav Damim Ba'Ama Boyish Lomei. Otherwise, all you have to do is give money because you actually coined the thing that you stole. If this Makar is now familiar, it's because it is verbatim what Rabbi said on Amaral. So Rabbi said on Samachvav Amaral, Shinoi Koyne Ksiva Vikatanino. What's the of the HVS and Zayla Ashagazel, the word Ashagazel is extra. On Samich Vav, it's Rabbi's memory. On Samich Zayin, it's Rav Chizda in the name of Rabbi Yonason's memory. But the Gemara here asks a question. The Gemara says, Hi Ashagazel, me boy, Lamute Gazel Aviv, Shane Mosef Chaymish Al Gazel Aviv. Look, I need it for another halacha. Halacha, the Gemara is going to talk about, the Sayyid Sashah says, Look, come on, Dav Kuf Dalad Amadez. The context over there is a man's stall. And then he died. So the Allah is his Yarshim have an obligation to return the thing that their father stole. What happens if the father stole and then he swore that he didn't steal and then afterwards he was murdered that he stole? Now he's Chayev, Karen Chayim Hashem Gizelois. If he died before he had a chance to make all these payments. So the Allah is that the Yarshim have a Chayev to return the Gizelah, but they don't have a Chayev to return the Chaymesh. And it's learned out from the Heshev Es Hagzelo Asher Gazal. If you steal it, then you have a Chiv Chaymish, specifically regarding the Chaymish. If your father stole it, then you don't have a Chiv Chaymish. But the point is, how could I use Asher Gazal to teach me Shinikaina? I need Asher Gazal to teach me this halacha. So the Gemara says, in Cain, if all it was coming to teach me was the it could have simply said, I would know, for your Gzela, there's a Chiyav Chaymish. Asher Gazal, why did the Torah write Asher Gazal? So it's not just wordy, it's like extra wordy, because if the Torah just wanted to be wordy, it could have added a Vav. It could have just said, Gzeloi. Why not It must be coming to teach me both Allah. So the extra wordiness teaches me an extra drasha. Number one, Number two, Some had a slightly different version of this. How do you know that Shino is not koina? So now we have a man number that says that Shino is not koina. Shenemar, the Pasik says, and the Hishavik Zazela sounds like you always have to return the Gzela. Doesn't matter who, what, when, where, you have to return it. Shinoi, who cares? It says Asher Gazal, and if anything, Asher Gazal sounds like that it has to be Kain Shagazal. No, Asher Gazal, like the Maksha in the first Lishna, is coming to teach me that it's only Piyo Gzela that you're Moisav Chaymish, your father's Gzela, you're not Moisav Chaymish. Oh, Marudo. We now go back to Yish. Minayim li Yish ain't Koina. How do you know that Yish is not Koina? So, till now, who holds Yish is not Koina? Rav Yosef. It's Ula as well. So Ula said, how do you know that Yish is not Koina? Shenemar, it says in the Torah, and this is a Pasuk in Malachi, Perak Aleph. It says, the Havesem Gozel, Ves Hapiseach, if a person is going to bring a carpet and it's going to be stolen, it's going to be a piseach, it's going to have a mum, it's going to be a choyla. If you bring a carbon like that, says Hashem, you think I'm going to want a carbon like this? Said Ulo, in this passage, there's a drasha. 
the Pasik juxtapose Gazel and Pisech. So Gazel means it's stolen. Pisech means it has a mum. Gazel, do me the Pisech. Not Pisech to less like takan Just like a Pisech is talking about a mum that has no takana, right? Because a mum in Alacha is a mum that's in a yoifer. It's a mum kavua. So obviously this mum is a mum that the person can't have a refuel from. Av Gazel, the less like So Gazel probably also there's no takana. Now, is that so poshit that Gazel doesn't have takana? You steal something, there's no takana. Why is there no takana? Let wait until the owner is miyayish. If he's miyayish, now you'll be kind of it. So there will be a takana. It doesn't always have to be Gazel. Must be. This is the way that it's going to be. Meaning, if a piseach is less like takanta, a Gazel is also less like takanta, vice versa, there's no way for you to get it. Therefore, we have a raya over here that Yish is not koina. Rav, I'm a mehacha. Rav said, I also agree that Yish is not koina. I learned it from a different pasuk. I learned it not from Alachi Peragalif, from Vayikra Peragalif, in Oila Karbonoi. And from Karbonoi, Chazal Darshan, Veloy Hagazal, very short price. Karbonoi, Veloy Hagazal. Said Rav Amos, what are we talking about? Ilim, Midafna Yish, are we talking about where someone stole an animal and he was mocked this shit before Yish? Pshita, it's Pashit, that the carbon's not a carbon. Lama Likra, why do I need a pasuk for that? Why is it Pshita? Because you can't be mocked to something that doesn't belong to you. Must be it's talking about after Yish. And you see from here that Yish is not Koina. Meaning, must be we're talking about where the person was Miyayish and Kamash Malon, Karbon that you can't bring it. And the reason is because it wasn't yours because of the fact that Yish is not Koina. Meaning, if we're talking about Lifne Yish, it's Pshita. If it's La'acha Yish, it's not Pshita anymore. Because I need the Pasuk to teach me that La'acha Yish, it's not Karbancha, and as a result, you can't be Maktashit. But the bottom line is, said Rav, you see from here, the Yish is not Kain. But the Gemara asks the Kasha. If you're holding Cheshman from yesterday's daf, the Gemara brought this exact Makar to Yish not being Kaina when we were discussing Shitas Rav Yosef in yesterday's daf. And the Gemara knocked it out. And you know who knocked it out? Rava knocked it out. So the Gemara says, Rava said in yesterday's daft that from Karbana you can't prove that Yish is not Kaina because you could always say that the Pasuk is talking about not where you stole an animal and you were Maktashit, but rather the Gazan Karban the Chavre, where you stole your friend's carbon, meaning it was already a carbon, you stole it, and the Chiddush of Karbana Vilea Gazal, the way we learned yesterday, Rashi's first Pshat, is that the carbon is not for the person that you stole it from. But the bottom line is, how could Rava here say that from Karbanavalei Agazot there's a raya that Yish is not Kaina if Rava himself said in yesterday's daf that that Pasik is not talking about a situation of Yish. It's not talking about where you stole something that was Kulit. It's talking about where you stole a carbon and the Chiddush is that it's not Oyvah Luratzen for the person that you stole it from. So you have a stira from Rava and Daf Samech Vav to Rava and Daf Samech Zayin. So the Gemara says, you have to say one or two things. Iba Yisei Mahadavei, Kedarko Yishal Rava. Rava maybe was Chayzer. So on Daf Samech Vav on the base, he thought there's no Raya from this price that Yish is not Koyna. On Samech Zayin on the base, he thinks there is a Raya. Iba Yisei Mechad Minai Rapapa. Maybe one of those, these two things was said by Rapapa. Now this is a little bit interesting. Rapapa man dechar shmeh. Why Rapapa? Like if you would say Rabba said one of those two things. Okay, that's a typo, right? You have that throughout Shas. Rabba, Rabba, every single time it says Rabba, you have to make sure it's Rabba, not Rabba, and vice versa. But like, how do you get from Rabba to Rapapa? So if you look in the Agoy Sabach, the Bach already asked this Kasha. The Bach says, Mishum the Malach Basa Abai Rabba. 
because historically, after Abai was Rosh Hashiva, and then Rabba was Rosh Hashiva, the next Rosh Hashiva was Rapapa. And therefore, people confuse sometimes, right? They knew they heard it from one of the Rosh Hashivas of the Grace in Yeshiva, but they couldn't remember which one. So to confuse Rava and Rapapa, it's not a question of a typo, but people might have made this mistake. They couldn't remember which Shekloli it was from which Rosh Hashiva. It was in the same Yeshiva. And as a result, it's actually not far-fetched and unreasonable to think that maybe we can make a mistake between a Rava and Rav Papa. Referring back to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, Umidas Tashlume Arba V'chamisha So the Mishnah, the Perik began, Meruba Midas Tashlume Kefum, Umidas Tashlume Arba V'chamisha. There are more situations where you pay kefal than there are paying dalveh. Doesn't matter what you steal. An animal, not an animal, doesn't matter what type of animal, you're always going to pay kefal. It's only by an animal, but even that, only by an ox or by a sheep. How do I know that? It says it in the Torah. So it says before the shor and that's how I know Now how do I know that kefil is really for all things? So that was with the cheshbonis of the first two dafim of Barak Maruba very much ayin But we need now the easier part, and that is that dal is only negaya by a shor Now first glance you would think this is straightforward. It wouldn't even require an avod gemara. It says. Clearly, in the Torah, So it's very, very clear. We're talking dafka about a shayrose, stating that it's not so posh. In fact, the Gemara starts with a kasha. Why is halach only true for shayrose? Nelev shor shor mishabes. Why don't we learn exactly shabbos shor shor from shabbos? Just like when it says in the Torah that you're not allowed to do malach on shabbos with a shor, it's lav dafka with a shor, but it's true for a chayyah and it's true for an oiv. We've learned this Gemara in detail together in the end of Perak Shar Shanagah Khazaparo. Afkan, so too, maybe as it relates to Allah of Dalbahe, Khaivaif Kayoitzbem. Maybe Slavdafka Sharvaser, maybe it's true for a Khaivaif as well. Amarava. So Rava said, Amakra, you now you know it's Dafka Sharvaser, because it says in the Torah Sharvaser not just once, but it says it Pamaim. Sharvaser, Sharvaser, Shnepa Amim. And from there we learn Sharvaser in Midiachrimila. So where does it say it twice? Kiyignaif ish shar oise. That's the first time. That's the second time. So twice it says Sharvaseh, and that's how I know Dafka Sharvaseh as opposed to anything else. So the Gemara now, for the next 10 lines, is going to really drill down on this Pasik. It's a straightforward Pasik, but the Gemara is going to really slice and dice it. Says the Gemara, You're telling me that the Makar is because it says Sharvaseh an extra time. I mean, it doesn't just say it once, it says it twice. Pashup Shah is that it's extra. Because it's extra, he's coming to teach me a drasha. So the Gemara wants to know which mention of Sharvaseh is actually. Is it the second mention of Sharvaseh? Meaning, the Nicht of Rechman, what the Torah could have said was, Right? It's the second mention of Sharvaseh that's extra. Just tell me, So we know we're talking about a Sharvaseh. You shechted it, you sold it. Why does the Torah have to say again, Sharvaseh? Oh, that's my... Must be what's actually to teach me. It's only true by Sharvaseh. But the Gemara says, "Ikasav Rachman Ahachi." The Torah said that Havamina. I would have thought, "Bayishlumei Tisha Luchal Lechad Echad." Maybe you would have thought that, regardless of whether you steal a shar or whether you steal a se, you always have to pay nine. 
Meaning, I would have read it, Ki Ignav is Shar. Oh, he says, so you stole either a Shar or and you either shechted it or sold it. So, Chamisha, Bokar, Yishalim, Tachtov, and Arba, Tzayin, Tachtov. So, I would think you have to pay five plus four, you have to pay nine. Now, the Chitem, you're going to tell me, no, Aksiv, Tachtov, Tachtov. It says the word Tachtov twice. So, Chamisha, Bokar, Yishalim, Tachtov, Arba, Tzayin, Tachtov. Tachtov sounds like for each one, respectively, you're going to pay either five or four. So if it wouldn't have said Sharvis says second time, you would have thought nine. The Chayra, I'm just saying, don't say the word Sharvis says. Say Tachtov, Tachtov. And each Tachtov is a mafsik to teach me that for each one individually, you're going to pay either five or four. But the Mar says, not true. Because Chad Tachtov Miyater. In other words, being that one of these two Tachtovs are extra, so let the Tachtov itself teach me. But the Gemara says, It's not true. I need that to teach me something else. The word Tachtov is already taken. I would think that if somebody stole a shark that was worth a mana, so you don't have to necessarily pay five shvarim that each one is worth a mana, but if you want, you can give the guy five Megidin. So a nugid usually means like a chashavazach. Over here, Rashi says negidin are kushim the kreivim lumpus that mamish uh, holding on for dear life. But the point is, you would think that maybe you can get away with giving something very shvach. Talmud loy mar tachtov tachtov. So the word tachtov teaches me that no, it has to be tachtov. It has to be a, a fear replacement. It has to be shavah b'shavah. Has to be chitim b'chitim. So the word tachtov is not going to teach this to me. Because although there's an extra mention of the word Tachtov, it's already taken for another drasha. So I need the Torah, therefore, to mention Sharvaseh and the Seifa, so that I would know that you don't pay nine if you steal either a Shar or a Seh, but you pay five for the Shar and four for the Seh. So that second Sharvaseh is definitely nine, actually. What the could have said was, if the man would steal, you don't have to tell me what yet. Utvachay mechari, then you would check to the salad. Chamish nebaki yisham tachas hashar. Darbatzayin tachas hashar. Right, that's pretty good. If it went to say in the ratio shar v'seh, but in the sefer would say chamish nebaki tachas hashar. Darbatachas hashar. I know you're talking about a shar v'seh. So why do I need it in the ratio? So luchayr in the ratio it's actual. But the Gemara says not. Because Ikas Rachman Hachi had the Torah mentioned that have I mean I would have thought adagon of tre the tavach loho. I would have thought ki yignoiv ish shar. If it would have just said Kiyignav Ish and it wouldn't have said Shar Oiseh, right? That's the whole point. It would say Kiyignav Ish, Utvachay Oimacharay. So I would have thought that maybe you have to steal a Shar Anaseh. Why would you think you have to steal a Shar Anaseh? Because the end of the passage is clearly talking about a Shar Anaseh. So we know Shar Anaseh is being talked about over here. So I would have thought maybe if you steal both, that's when you trigger the parasha. But if you would not steal both and shech both, then maybe in that case, you would not have the Chiyav. So the Torah had a snake clearly, so that I know that for a shechting one, that in and of itself is going to trigger the halacha. But the Gemara says, how could you tell me that there would have been a Habamina that you have to shecht both? Don't change the word. It could have just said, 
Utvachoi is a Lashon Yachid. So you see clearly that Yechayef only for Shechting one. So if you see Yechayef for Shechting one, so you know for one already Yechayef. I don't need it to say Shor Oiset to know that the Chiyav is true even for one, because from Utvachai I know the Chiyav is only for one. But the Gemara says, Ve'ema adagon of Travayu umaz ben lohu. Maybe, okay, so for Utvachai, for the Tvicha, I would know one is enough. But maybe for Mechira, the only time Yechayef is if you sell both. So the Gemara says the same Teretz. Umechorei Ksiv Lechat. No, just like it says, it also says you have to know what the Hava mean is but the Gemara says no you could still actions the why the Ema Hava mean I would have thought add the gun of Trey the Tavach Chad Umaz Ben Chad maybe you would think that the only time Yechayev again had it not said Shor Aser is Kiyignoid Ish Ashar Anaseh and then Utvachoy Oyim Mecharoy meaning what you did was is you shechted one and you sold one so you can't tell me that you're only chayy for shechting both because it says utfachay. That's a lashon yach. You can't say for selling both because it says umachar. But maybe you have to shecht one and sell one. But the Gemara says that doesn't make sense either because oymacharik says clearly not utfachay umacharik. It says utfachay oymacharik. So you see for sure that one of the two would be enough. The Gemara says vakati still have. I mean, I would have thought at the gun of travail. Maybe the only time you chayy is if you steal both. The tavach chad umeshayer chad oymaz ben chad. In other words, says the Gemara, had it not said, Shor Oisen, the Resha, so I would have thought, Ki ignoif ish, utvachoi, oimacharoi, chamisha baki sham tachas, a shor ba'arbet sain tachas, we're talking about someone that stole, not a shor or a se, but I would have thought we're talking about someone that stole a shor and a se. And what did he do? Utvachoi, he shechted one, and he sold the other one. But, and he shechted one, or he sold one. But the point is that he stole both. And it's tough in that case, when you stole both, that you're going to have that lacha. I mean, you can't tell me <laughs> that the only time you chayiv is if you shech both, it says utfacha. You can't tell me the only time you chayiv is if you sell both, it says umachare. You can't tell me the only time you chayiv is if you shech one and sell one, it says utfacha, oi machare, other, other. But maybe you have to steal two and then either shecht one or sell one, and that's when that lach is going to be true. So how would I know that if I only steal a shar, or if I only steal a seh, that you're going to have a lach of Dawud vehe? It's only because the Torah says, Mephorish, ki ignav is shar, oi seh. So you see clearly that halacha is true for either shar or seh. And what's the halacha? If you either shecht or sell it, chamisha baki shalom tachas hashar va'arbat soin tachas haseh. So the Gemara is saying, I'm not exactly sure what's extra. Had the Torah not said shar and seh in the sefer, then I would have thought that the halacha is that you always have to pay nine. It's always five plus four. If the Torah would not have said Shor or Sen, the ratio, I would have thought that the only time there's a Chiv Dal is if you steal Saya Shor and Saya Seh. So Shor Vesev, the safe is not extra. Because had it not said Shor Vesev, I would have thought that it's not a Chiv Dal it's a Chiv Dal plus Hey. I would think it's a Chiv, it's a, it's a Chiv Tess. And had the Torah not said Shor Vesev and the ratio, I would have thought the Chiv is not if you steal either the shar or the seh, but it's only if you steal the shar and the seh. So the kasha is, again, midas tashlumi above the chamisha is only noyuk the shar v'seh. Why? 
because it says in the Torah, Sharvaset. Fake the Gemara. That's never stopped us from being marba other animals. By Shabbos, it says Shar, and we're marba more. Says the Gemara, no, because over here, Sharvaset says extra. Fake the Gemara. Explain to me, please, which Sharvaset says extra. I don't know how you would be Mava Sedra this Pasik. If it didn't say Sharvaset twice, I need Sharvaset and the Reisha to know that Yechayif is stealing either a Shar or a Set, and I need Sharvaset and the Sefer to know that it's five or four as opposed to five plus four. So the Gemara says, Ella, you know what the answer is? Shar the Sefer, the Set the Reisha Miyata. I'll tell you what's extra. The Shar of the Sefer is extra, and the Set of the Reisha is extra. How so? The Nichte Rachmana, because what the Torah could have said was, Ki Yignav is Shar. If the Torah would have just written that, if you'd only mentioned Shar in the Resha, and you would only mention Sen the Seif, you'd knock out the two issues that the Gemara had. Once it says only Shar in the Resha, you know Yechayef is stealing only one of the two animals. You don't have to say Shar or Yisad to know that, just say Shar. You see, in the singular, you steal one animal, you're going to trigger. Now, you have to mention Seh, right? Because if you don't mention Seh, how would you know there's a Chiv Dalit for Seh? You'll mention Sen the Sefer. So now I know that there's a Halacha for Seh. What was the problem? That if you didn't mention Sharva Sen the Sefer, you would think Yechayev 9. No. If you would mention Chamisha Bokar Yishalim Tachtov, and then you would say Va'arba Tsoin Tachas Haseh, I would know that it's not nine. I would know that there's a hefsik between the five and the four. Because you see clearly, tachas haseh, all there is is four. So by process of elimination, the five tachdav must be referring to the shar. That it mentioned the ratio of the pasuk. So in the ratio of the pasuk, what you could have said was, ki ignev is shar. And say, it's not necessary to mention Shar a second time. And then say, Now, no one's saying you better say it. But from the Sefer, I'll know that the Reisha didn't only mean Shar, it meant Seh as well. So it's still a little bit extra because the Seh of the Reisha did not have to be mentioned and the Shar of the Sefer did not have to be mentioned. So the Gemara says, Shar the Sefer. They said the Reisha Lomeli, why did the Torah mention the Shah of the Seif and the Seif of the Reisha? Shema Mina, must be coming to teach me Shah Vaseh in Midi Achrini Loi. And this is how I know that it's Dafka Shah Vaseh. So it's true, just because it says the word Shah Vaseh, that in of itself doesn't necessarily mean it's Dafka Shah Vaseh. How did the Mishnah know, Meruba, Midas, Tashlume Kefal, Midas, Tashlume Dal Vehe, that Kefal's true for everything as opposed to Dal Vehe is only true for Shah Vaseh? So we started off the Gemara, we said, I don't even know why you need a sugya for this. It's so obvious. It says in the Torah, Shar It's not so obvious because in other places we're marber other animals. But over here there's something extra. What's extra? It's the said that's mentioned in the ratio and the shar that's mentioned in the sefer. And those words are coming to teach me Shar in Midiachrini Loi Exa. So as it relates to Ray, just going along the theme of the last two, Dafin, just learning some of the Yisoydis, like the basics, Sheva basics, as it relates to the laws of Gneva and Gzela and Perik Meruba. So the first raid by was related to Tavra Vashasya, Machlikas Ksois Nesivas, Lamed Gimel, what the reason that Tavra Vashasya Meshalom Dalit is, is it Midin Mazik or is it Midin Yabing Mechadish in the Gneva? The second raid by was with regards to Shinu Koina, Rabbi Chaman Kaivet Shiurim, Rabbi Chaim and Sefer, but the lumbus of 
Shinui Koina is, I think for today, it's Kedai to talk a little bit about Yiyush Koina. So again, nothing fancy, just Yiyush 101, as it relates to understanding why it is that there is an idea, albeit a controversial idea, big machlekes amayrah, if somebody steals something, whether he's a Ganav or a Gaza, and now the owner is Miyayish, the Allah is the Ganav or the Gazans coin at this item, and the Allah, therefore, is he doesn't have to return the item anymore. He can't simply return the item anymore. At this point, he's Chayev, Karen, Kane, Jaganav, you're going to have to pay Domin based on whatever it is that you stole was worth at the time that you stole. So, really, the Sugiv Yish began on Dafsam Echvavam and Aleph with the Rabbah's memory. Rabbah said, Shinui Koino, Ksiva Vitanina. What about Yish? See, he says, I know that Yish is Koino. But at the same time, Loyadina, and I'm not sure, Idai Raisa, Idrabanan. Idai Raisa, Midi Dahavi Amoitzavet. The Makar would be, Moitzavet. Moitzavet, Allah, Kivin the Miyayish Mara Mina, Mikam the Tesaliyadi Konile. Hai not, Kivin the Miyayish Mara Konile. Do we say that just like when you learn Elam Matthias, if somebody loses something and he's Miyayish and you find that the Allah is that you're allowed to keep it, so so too if you steal something and the owner's Miyayish, you'd be allowed to keep it. Oidum, or maybe, Loidam Yulaveda. It could be, Ginev and Gzela is not comparable to Aveda. Aveda, who the Chiasoy Liode, the Hatera Asoy Liode. Aveda is something. That a person, when he finds it, he found it better. Therefore, Yish could be kind. Avalai, even the Bisura saw the other. Mean that he found this Bisur, Midrabonon, who the Amar, Rabonon, Nikni, it can't be kind of the rice, it could only be kind of Midrabonon, Mipne Takonas Ashavim, and the reason would be Mipne Takonas Ashavim. Then the Gemara brought Rabbi Yosef, and today's daf we saw it's also Ulo and Rav, that all that Yish is not kind at all. Why would Yish not be kind? I, by Moitza Aveda, Yish is kind. The reason is because. Avedas betera soliyade. This is bisura soliyade, and they didn't hold obviously of this takonas hashafim. So first things first. What's the makar that yish is koina by aveda? So the makar that yish is koina begneva vigzela is going to be aveda. That's what the gemara said. But what is the makar that yish is koina by aveda? So shinu koina ksiva. What is the Makar that Yish is called? Rashi says the Makar is a Braisa that the Gemara mentions right in the beginning of Perakel Matthias. The Gemara over there is talking about a person that had a field and shut for and a river overflowed. There was a tsunami of some sorts, and his whole field was flying all over the place. Says the How do you know that the Allah is that if any person finds any part of this person's field, he's allowed to keep it? Because we assume that the person was Vishomiyayish, Tamunoimar, it's learned that from the following Pasik. It says regarding an Aveda. And we learn from here that the only time you have a chiv to return someone's Aveda is if it's lost only from him. This person doesn't know where it is, but for everyone else, you know exactly where it might be. If it's avuda mimenu umitzuya l'shar bnei adam, that's when the zechiv ashavas aveda yotzes sezu. As opposed to this, that's avuda mimenu mikalam. This is the makar, says Rashi. 
that Yerush is kind of Aveda, and by extension, this will be the Makar that Yerush is kind of Igneva Vigzela. Toysmes brings Beshem Deri a different Makar. The Makar is in the Marim Bav Metzia, also in Parakel Metzia, Staff Chavzayin Amad Aleph. It's learned out from the same exact Pasik. The Pasik mentions a few different items that might have been this lost object. The Chintasel Chamoiroi, an Eisel. The Chintasel is a Mosoi. What's a simla? It's a baget. Says the Gemara over there in Elam Metzias, Mas simla miyuchedes, sheyesh lo simonim veyesh lo toivim. Afkol, the only time there's a chiv ashova is if this thing has a simin and there's a toiveya. Says the Ri, what does it mean that there's a toiveya? It means that there's a person that's looking for it. There's a person that wants it. As opposed to if the owner was miyayish, so right now, this is a double she'in le'toyven because he gave a pope on it. He's not thinking about it anymore. At that point, Allah is he going to be able to keep it? So if Machlokes Rashi and Toys is Pashim Shad, how you know Yerush is kind of Aved? According to Rashi, it's learned out from the Allah of Shotfanar. According to Toys, it's based on Bavim Tzir Daf Chavzayin Amar Aleph from the word Simla. Masimla miyuchedash yeshla Simanim yeshla Toyven Avkol. So to anything that has Simanim and has toivim, that's the only time there's a chiv ha'shavaz But if there's no simen and as a result there's no toiveya, or if the person was miyayish, so that right now there's no toivim, in that instance the Allah is, you're not going to have to return it. Number two, what's the lumbus of yish? Meaning, what's the gather of why it is that if a person's miyayish, whether it's an aveda, whether it's gnev of the Allah is that the finder is allowed to keep it. Rashmi, Right in the beginning of Perik Elu Metzias. In fact, it's the first Rashi in Perik Elu Metzias. So Perik Elu Metzias begins, Elu Metzias Shaloi, the Elu Chayev Lahachas. Elu Metzias Shaloi, Matzah, Peirois Mefuzar. And if somebody finds Peirois that are scattered around, so the Allah is, Hare Elu Shaloi, you're allowed to keep it. Zok Te'elu Gerashi, why? Because if somebody finds Peirois Mefuzar, we assume that the owner for sure was Meyayish, like the Gemara is going to explain, the Hefker, right? And to the extent that the owner was Miyayish, that means that right now it's Hefker. Rashi in Perak HaSheleach, Mesech Tizkitin Daf Lamed Chesamad Aleph, says the same thing. Yish, that's the Dibra Maschal of Rashi, two words, heavy Hefker. So Rashi, Sai, in Bava Metziah Daf Chafalef, and Sai in Gitin Daf Lamed Ches says that why is it that Yish is kind of? Because when a person is Miyayish, essentially he's being Mafker. And Something is Hefker, anyone that wants to be Zeichen, it can be Zeichen. That's the way Yish works. So the way Yish works is Mitam Hefker. Toysfis, in our sugya, and Dav Samachvava Medalef, says that that can't be true. It can't be that the way Yish works is Mitam Hefker. Now, Rashi doesn't, Toysfis doesn't quote the two Rashis in Shas, but Toysfis is addressing these Rashis. And Toysfis says that it can't be that the way Yish works is Mitam Hefker. Tell says, how do I know that? Because in the Gemara was Mavur, that Rabbah was Mesopic, whether or not Yish works, Bignebe Vigzela. What was his Suffolk? His Suffolk was that although you find Yish Baveda, maybe it's Tav Gadir, where it's Batera Soyliot, as opposed to by Gneva and Gzela, being that it's Isura Soyliot, it could be over there, Yish is not going to work. If Yish is Mitam Hefker, who cares that it was Bisura Asoyliyade? Right now, the person was Mafkarit. So if right now he was Mafkarit, it's Hafkar. If it's Hafkar, why can't I be Zoichin it? Because it's Bisura Asoyliyade, therefore I can't be Zoichin in a Hafkar? Says Toysus, it's Muchach from here that it's not Hafkar. So what is it? 
It says Toysus Belashani Azov. It's the bottom Toysus and Samachlava Menalf. Mikan Mashma Sheyush Enoi Kehefke Gomor. The Yush is not like Hefke Gomor. The Im Kane, because if it is, Afilu Basar, the Asaliyade, be Isura, you call it Taisman Hefke. That even if it was be Isura Asaliyade, you should be able to be Zaycham Hefke. Must be what? Must be it's not Kehefke Gomor. So here's the question. What is it? If it's not Hefke, then what is it? And if you look at Toysus Lashem carefully, Toysus didn't say it's not Hefker at all. What Toysus said was that it's not Kehefker Gomer, implying that it's a shtickle like Hefker. It's just not like Hefker Gomer. In other words, Machloikis Rashi and Toysus is, according to Rashi, it's Hefker. Hefker Gomer. According to Toysus, it's like Hefker. It's Ki'ilu Hefker. It definitely is in the family of Hefker. It's just not Kehefker Gomer. So what is this Gedad Varim? That it's Kehefker, but it's not Kehefker Gomer. So it's Yodua, that the Nesivas, Nesim and Reish Samach Beis, Sif, Cotton, Gimel, and this Nesivas is in the conversation for the most famous Nesivas. Then Nesivas says that Lachura, Pshat, in Toysvis, is at first glance, Enoi Muvin, Ritu is Lashem, for Lachura, Enoi Muvin, the Be'ezi Indian Chaluk Yish Mehefker. Where's the Chaluk? And not just that, it presents the same way. Because Hakamayish Mehefker, Kalamachsik by Zachabar, Kimay can be Yish. But Tysus proved that it can't be Hefker Gomer from Yisur Asaliyadi. So what's this get that for him? What exactly is going on? So it says the Nesivas, I'm going to tell you Pshat. And it's Behekta Masugyo in Mesechtis Nadarim, in the fourth parak and parak, in Bein Hamotar. If a person is mafker something, what happens to that item? It leaves the Rishos of the person that was mafker. And if anyone wants to be Zoych in it, at this point he could be Zoych. What happens if a person's mafker an item? And after he's mafker, he decides that, you know what? What was I thinking? Um, being mafker is something that I can use. He has seller's remorse. He decides that he wants to be chayzer from his hefker. Well, it's a day late on a dollar short. It's not something you can do. Once you made it hefker, you can't be chayzer any differently than if you sell something, unless it's toich or you're done, right? So if someone's mafker something, and then he asks harata over the fact that he was mafker, what he would have to do is, he would have to be zaychem and a hefker. Now, you could do that. As long as nobody else was zaychem, in it yet, you're no worse than anybody else, and if you want to be zaychen it, you can. But the point is, a person cannot be chayzer from hafker, because once you're mafker, it leaves your rishos, and at this point, if you want it to be yours again, you would have to go now make a frisha kenyan. Stating that, there is one shita in Shas, it's the shita of Rabbi Yossi, that the Gemara talks about ba'arichos in the Darn Dach Mem Gimel, the Darn Dach Mem Dalet, who holds not that way. Rabbi Yossi has a sheet, a quote. Amr Rabbi Yossi, my time with Rabbi Yossi, kosava hefke ke matana. Rabbi Yossi held that hefke is like a matana. Ma matana ada asim mishus noisim lishus mekabo. Just like a matana, if somebody wants to give somebody a gift, and he says, come, I want to give you a present. So until the person is zoich in the matana, the matana is still in the possession of the noisim in the matana. Af hefke ada asim lishus zoicho. Hefke works in the same exact way, says Rabbi Yossi. That if a person is mafke something, it doesn't leave the person's rishos until someone calls and somebody makes a kenyan. So when someone makes something hefker, it's not the type, says Rabbi Yosin, that that thing leaves the person's rishos. It remains in the rishos of the mafker. Narvas, if somebody wants to be zoich, you can't. Ordinarily, if you want to be zoich in someone else's thing, you can't do that. You're a gan, if you're a gazan. If somebody makes something hefker, so now if somebody wants to go and be zoich in it, that's something that he'd be able to do. In other words, there's a very yusoyedist thing about between Rabbi Yosin and the Chachamim, how hefker works. According to the Chachamim, when somebody makes something hefker, 
leaves legamri the reshus of the mafker. According to Rabbi Yosef, it remains in the reshus of the mafker. It's just that there's a heter keilu for someone to go and be zoich in it. But ad it's like a matana that's in the reshus. Meaning, according to Rabbi Yosef, if someone's mafker or something and then he wants to be chayzer, you could be chayzer. You don't have to make a new kenyan. I could be chayzer from the hefker and then it's going to be ois hefker because it never really left my reshus. I just created a chaloyz hefker. No, asidibur mevatul dibur. That's something I'm able to do. But According to the Chachamim, once your mafka is something that leaves the person's Rishos, and as a result, if you would want to be Zaych in it, you would have to go and you would have to make a new Kenyan. says the Nesivas that I hold that what Toysus meant when he said that Yish is Enoi Kehefker Gomer, implying that a shtickle it's like Hefker, but at the same time it's not like Hefker Gomer, the Gedad Varim is that Toysus holds that Yish works like Rabbi Yosef's Hefker. That the Mahalach is that if somebody wants to be Zoich in it, he can be Zoich in it. But at the same time, it remains in the Rishos of the Miyayish and the Asli the Rishos Zoich. So whereas the Chachamim hold that by every Hefker, it automatically leaves the Rishos of the Mafker. When it comes to Yish, over there it stays in the Rishos of the Miyayish and the Asli the Rishos Zoich. So the Tzada Shava between Yish and between Hefker is. That if someone's miyayish from a chayfetz, or if someone's mafkar a chayfetz, if somebody wants to come now and be zoich in it, kol akoydem zocha. The nafkemina is until the person is zoicha. Hefker, it's no longer in the rishos of the mafkar. Yiyush, it left the rishos of the miyayish. So, But at the same time, that's not mamish the same thing. It says the Nesivas, this is what Toysus meant. What was Toysus Raya? That Yish is not Gehefka Gomer. It's from the fact that the Gemara says is a Svara of Yisura Asoy Liyadeh. For Toysus, if it's Hefker, but past Yisura Asoy Liyadeh. That means at first glance, it's not so partial what Toysus means to say. Toysus says it can't be that Yish is Hefker, because if it's Hefker, then why do I care if it was Betera Soyli Yadr or if it's Bisura Soyli Yadr? Even if I got a Bisur, Lamaisen, the person was Mafker. You hear that Svara? Olamden can Zicha be Mefakvik on Toysus' Svara. At the end of the day, there is a Svara called Bisura Soyli Yadr. Chazal said that if it was Bisura Soyli Yadr, you can't be Zoychenet. Another guy could, it's just you can't. Says the Nesivas, I'll tell you what Toysus meant. What Toysus meant to say was that I can hear a Svara of Bisura Soyli Yadr. But here's the kasha. Why do I have to give it back to the original owner? Why is it that when it's Isura Asaliyade, why do I have to give it back? And why can I be Yoitze by simply giving it back? Lachura, if he was Miyayish from it and it Yoshev Mitam Hefker, so it means it's not his anymore. So if it's not his anymore, what's his Koya Chatfiyah? In other words, says the Nesivas, this is Mamish what Taisus was coming to say. Taisus saw the Svar of Yisura Asaliyade, and he couldn't understand why should there be a Svar of Yisura Asaliyade. Lamaisa, the guy was Mafkarit. So if he was Mafkarit, then Lachura, where's the Yisura Asaliyade? He says Taisus, says that must be that although the person was Mafkarit, but it never left his rishos. If it never left his rishos, therefore he still has a schos. He still has a tefillah. The raya that Toysus had, that Yish is not regular hefker, but it's something else, was not from the fact that the 
Zoycha, the Ganav and the Gazan can't keep it. It's from the fact that he has a chiv to return it, and that the Nignav and the Nigzal can be Teveyet. If that's the case, it must be he still has some drawer to it. He still has some Shaykhis to it. If he was Mavkarit, so it left his Rishos. Must be that it's not Kehav Kegomer. And what's the Taj Zok in the Siv? It's my Lumpus. It's not Kehav Kegomer, meaning it's Adasu Lushuzoich, it's Rabbi Yossi's Hefker. It's still in my Rishos. And if it's still in my Rishos, so it's for that reason that Allah is that. There's still a shaykhist to the nignav and the nigzal, and that's why Bisura Saliyade, Haresh Allah Lafanecha, the Ashivas Akzela Ashagaza, because it actually still belongs to the Bakh This is the Nasivas. The Nasivas says that had his years work, I'll leave it the Taisvis, it works to be Tam Hefker, but not like Hefker Mamish. It's Rabbi Yoisi's Hefker in the Dharm Dachem Gimel. It's Hefker in the sense that Kalakoidim Zacha, but it's not Hefker in the sense that Ada Asilu Shazoichet still remains in the Rishos of the Bible. And that's why when it's Yisura Saliyade, and Chazal said that you can't be Koina. Hefker, when something's Yisura Saliyade, the Allah is he give it back, give it back. He was Mafkir, the Teretz is, he wasn't Mafkir, he was Miyayish. And although Yish is Mitam Hefker, but it's not Hefker Mamish, it's Adasi the Shuzaycha, I mean, it's Adasi the Shuzaycha, so therefore the Allah is that he still has a Shaykhist, there's a drawer from him to it, and therefore the din is that you would have to go and you would have to give it back to him. Nasivas, when he says this shtickle, he says that if you understand this, you saw it, you'll see, you'll be able to miyash of many, many kashas of Tysus, which is a little ironic because the Nasivas is saying it to explain Shita's Tysus. If this is really the way the Bali Tysus understood it, then how is it miyash of so many Tysus as kashas? And he goes on to explain how it's miyash of this kasha and that kasha and the other kasha. So you have to know. But the bottom line is, is this is what the Nasivas said. The Emmys is that although this is known as the Yisoyed of the Nasivas, the Ksoy says the same thing. So it's interesting, because this is a famous Nesivas. But this Nesivas is also in Ksais HaChayshen. It's tucked away. It's not nearly as elaborate and dramatic as it is in the Nesivas. But in four words, the Ksais says the same exact thing. The Ksais is in Simen Tovvav, and the Ksais says as follows. Big Zela Mahani Yush, it's the Hulu, says the Ktois, here's the line. The Yush la Yotza Mirshus Bailan, Ada Asilu Shuzoicha, the Enoi Kehefker. That even though it's like Hefker, but it's not Mamish Hefker, in the sense that it's la Yotza Mirshus Bailan, Ada Asilu Shuzoicha, the Enoi Kehefker. And the Ktois brings a Raya. He brings a different Raya. You know what his Raya is? His Raya is from the Gemara of Gazal Chomets, the other Oliva Pesach. Where the Allah is, you can tell him, So the Gemara said, if somebody steals Chomets, for all of our Pesach, you could say, We learned the Gemara yesterday. It had to come up in yesterday's da'af because the Gemara thought that this must be a raya that Yish is not Koina. Because if Yish is Koina, Lachura, when somebody steals somebody's Chomets and Pesach comes, there's no question the owner of the Chomets is Miyayish. So if he's Miyayish and Yish is Koina, why don't we say that the owner. The Ganev is Zoycham in Yish, and if the Ganev is Zoycham in Yish, now belongs to him, and if it belongs to him, then how could you say, Must be, the Gemara said that Yish is not Koina, but the Gemara says, no, it's not Muchach. Although it's true, maybe that Yish is Koina, but maybe the only time that Yish is Koina is if the person wants to be Koina. But if the person doesn't want to be Koina, so in that case, Yish is not going to be Koina. Meaning, Yish is Koina. 
but only when you want to be kind in it. So to the extent that you want to be kind and a chinami. This Gazlan doesn't want to be kinda. Why doesn't he want to be kinda? Because if he's kinda, then he's gonna to have to pay Domim. He's gonna to have to write a real check. Like this, he could be Yoitz with Isuriana, because being that the thing that he stole is not worth anything, and you could say a racial that's how it works, unless you're kind of the item. So therefore you can get away with it. Frick is I don't understand Pashup Shah and the Gemara. Even if the person didn't want to be Zoichanit, Abulamaisa the Bailam was Miyayesh. And if Yish works with Tam Hefker, and he was Miyayish from it, so Avifel, he was Miyayish from it, then Lachaira, it's not his anymore. So if it's not his anymore, so then Mamon of he can't say Arisha Lachlefanecha. Vazach the Gemara, that you want to know why you can say Arisha Lachlefanecha, Gazal Chomets Vavalava Pesach. I. Yish is Kainah. Teretz says he didn't want to be Kainah. Who cares he didn't want to be Kainah? But the Maisa, the Bible was Miyayish. So if the Bible was Miyayish, now it's Hefker. Once it's not his, you might can't say Arachel Achlefanecha. In order to not be able to say Arachel Achlefanecha, I don't need to be Zaychanah. I need that it shouldn't belong to the Bible anymore. What's Arachel Achlefanecha? It's yours. No, it's not. I was Mafker. So you see from here that Yish, even though it's Mitam Hefker, but it's not Hefker, I'd also wish it was So the Ktois said the same exact thing. The Nesivish started from the Svar of Yisura. But really, what emerges over here is that there are two drachim, there are two mahalchim, how to understand Yish. Rashi Shita seems to be that Yish is Hefker Gomer. That the way Yish works, it's a fartika Hefker. Toysfis, the way the Nesivas and the Ktois are saying Svaris, is that it's not Mamish Hefker, but rather it's Ke Hefker. How so? It's kehefker in the sense that kolakoidem behem zocha, but it's not hefker mamish in the sense that it leaves the rishus of the mafker immediately after he made it hefker. Just to conclude with one postscript. Again, this is posh, educational and informative type of raid. Just to end with one last nakuda that all the achrenim speak out. And that is, there's a lot of kashas on Yush being mitam hefker. One kasha is that hefker has to be done in front of three people. It's that sugi over there, Masach Nesnadar. It has to be ba'api tosa. You have to be in front of three people when you're not this <laughs> So the kasha is that if you should be tam hefker, you should also have to be in front of three people. That you should have to be in front of three people. Another kasha is that a person, l'chura, can only be mafka something that's in his possession. In order to make something hectic, it has to be say yours and sign your rishos. In order to sell something, it has to be say yours and sign your rishos. The chura, you would think, in order to be mafkir something, it has to be yours and in your rishos. If that's the case, yish mitam hefkir should be dead on arrival. Because yish happens, certainly by Gnev of Ixela, when it's not prashuscha. Right? Gezel, v'loy nesiyashu, I can't be maktish, it's akabi miyash. If I can't be mafkarit l'chayra because it's not Bershusi, so then how could I be miyayish? It's a plain Yeshua's kasha. But the bottom line is, Yish mitam hefker seems to trip up in terms of the basic halachos in the Shulchan Aruch of how hefker works. And the Achreinim say, you have to say, that even though Rashi Shita is very, very clear that Yish mitam hefker, Toysu says it's ke hefker, you have the Nesivas and the Ksoysis for but you have to say that Avada, the Maisa Yush, is not a Maisa Hefker. Even in Shitas Rashi. Rashi never said that when a person's Miyayish, he's being Mafker. Hefker Lachot and Yish Lachot. Rashi is explaining the Chalois that comes about as a result of Yush. 
When a person's miyayish, you want to describe what happened, you have hefker. Now, you got got there in a different way. You didn't get there by making it hefker. You got there by being miyayish. But it's the chalois, that's a chalois hefker, but the mice is not a mice hefker, but rather the mice is a mice yish. So there's two ways to get to a point where a person owns something and then five minutes later it's ownerless. Either by being masquerade or by being miyayish from it. They end up in the same exact place, what we're going to call hefker. But in terms of how you got there, you can get there by making it hefker, by doing a maisa hefker, and you can get there by being miyayish. So the Achreinim say that all these different dinim that you find regarding hefker, where it has to be in front of three people, it has to be in your rishos, that's not negaya creating the chalois hefker. That's negaya doing the maisa hefker. So a maisa hefker requires three people. A maisa hefker requires that it be in my rishos. The chalois hefker, lavdavka. So if I'm getting to the chalois hefker via yush, my yush doesn't have the shulchan aruch. Yush vaker, it's done davka when it's not in my rishus and I'm lost. So I don't know where it is. Atudotin is where the halach of yush comes in, and yush has its own makar. It's not the same makar as hefker. Right? Where's hefker learned out from? Hefker's learned out from shmita. Tishanteno and Natashla, that's where Afghans learned out from. Yush, Rashi, and Taisus, Markadisle, Markadisle. It's learned out from different Makairis. The bottom line is, it's Hefker from the standpoint that the Chalois is a Chalois Hefker, but it's not Hefker from the standpoint that the Maisa is really not a Maisa Hefker. It's a Maisa Yush, which gets you in the same place. It ends you up in Afghans. Again, what's the Sikum of Yush Koina 101? What's the Makara to Yush? The Makara is the Parish of Aveda. Whether you're dealing with Yish by Aveda, whether you're dealing with Geneva Vigzela, it doesn't matter if you're learning it in Matthias or you're learning Marubim. The Makar is the same exact Makar. The Makar is Machlik is Rashi and Taisus. According to Rashi, Baba Kamasam, Machvav, and Aleph, it's learned out from the Allah of Shotfanar, Ashatoiva Mimenu, Tafkev, it's Avuda Mimenu, Mitsuyu, Lashav, Nayad, Miyatsuzu, where it's Avuda Mimenu, Mikoladam. When a person for sure gave up on it, then if you want to keep it, you can keep it. Oh, Zaysay Maris is the concept of Yish. Taisus said, Take a look at Bab Metziah of Zayin Aleph. One of the things mentioned in the parsha of Aveda is a simla. A simla is miyuchedesh yesh la simonim v'yesh la toivim. Af kol sheyesh la simonim v'yesh la toivim, as opposed to something that has no toivim because the person was miyayish. So at that point, Allah says, if you want to keep it, you'll be able to keep it. What's the gather of how Yish works? Rashi says in Bab Metziah of Aleph, the first Rashi in Eil Metziah is per kasherech in the sugi of Avodim. Yish is hefker. Taisus is a Berak Maruba says. What was his raya? The sugi of Yisura Asar Then we have the Svara of the Ktsois and the Nesivas, more famous as the Nesivas, but it's really the Ktsois and the Nesivas, where they both said that the Geder and the Lumdis of Yish, even if it's related to Hefker, but it's going to be like Rabbi Yossi's Hefker. Rabbi Yossi, when Adam Dachman Gimel Amaralov said that every single Hefker it's but it belongs to me. If I want to be chayz, I can be chayz. I wouldn't have to be zoycha when I have to go all over again. That's the way Yish is going to work. With well, the Ktais and the Siva saying it to explain Taisis, could you say it even in Rashi? Is it even a third Mahalach? So this is already. Past this, it's like a limur in Taisis. The problem is, all Taisis kasha seems to be miyotchen if you learn this way in Taisis. But again, Yish is hefker mamish, Yish is ke hefker. You have the Groysa Svaru of the Ktsaisa and the Nesivas with this Hagdara that it's Hefker in the sense of Kalakoidim Amzacha, 
But at the same time, we still view it as being the Rishos of the Mafkir. And then this last Knech that all the Gdali Achreinim say, that even if Yish is Hefker Mamish, but at the same time, you can't say that the Maisa Yish is a Maisa Hefker. And the reason is because the whole Shulchan Aruch of how you make something Hefker and Bechuri Yish seems to literally blow up that whole list. There's nothing that it conforms and complies with. It doesn't have to be done in front of three people. You can do it even if it's not in your Rishos. But you have to say that when Yish is Hefker, it means that the Chalois that comes about when a person's miyayish is a chalois hafker, but you get there in a different way, and all those different dinim that you find regarding hafker is negaya, not the chalois hafker, but it's negaya, the maisa hafker. Beis Hashem, tomorrow we're going to continue along this theme of just trying to plant some of these yisoid the same parak merubah.